Hello, my name is Taylor Clement. I'm the head of school at Kirk Day School. My name is Mary Rolf, and I am the director of communications at Kirk Day School. Hi, Paul Goldschmidt here from St. Louis Cardinals. All right, so we've got our guest today, as you just heard, Paul Goldschmidt, a KDS parent, and glad to have him with us. Today is our book fair. Uh, we've had that going on this week, and we're going to talk about reading. Uh, Paul's an avid reader. Mary's an avid reader. I'm one as well, so we're, that's really what we're going to get into, but Paul, thanks for being here this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Paul, you read a lot. You and I have talked about this for a long time. You read a variety of different things. Talk for a minute. Why reading? Why do, why do you enjoy reading so much? What Just kind of what, what, what's the buzz about it for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. As a kid, I don't really remember reading that much. Um, but as I got older, I started reading, I guess, when I could do it for maybe enjoyment instead of school. And um, just got into it. I had uh, one of our trainers, Ken Crenshaw, when I was with the Diamondbacks, recommended some books to me early on in my career. And he's like, hey, you know, I think these could help you perform. They were, you know, mental performance books or leadership books and stuff like that. And, and yeah, I just got hooked. And, and I think it started that way because, you know, I was just looking for a way to get better. Um, honestly at baseball and you know you're always looking for that edge to how can I improve my game and um, the first book he gave me I'm trying to think of what it was it was called Freedom Flight by uh, Lenny Basham is this really short book and it was just this guy was a prisoner of war um, I think during Vietnam or Korea War or something like that and um, he just was visualizing the whole time he was in this prisoner of war camp and then he came back and he was visualizing about golf cause he loved golf and he came mm. back and with, with literally being in prison for six years, he got off the plane and went to play around a golf and broke par. And it was like this great round ever. It was like the power of your mind, how your visualization. And that was kind of where it started. I was like, man, I'm going to take this into baseball. Mm. And, um, so I just started, you know, that kind of just cascaded from there. It was like, okay, what's another book? What's another book? And a lot of them just started out with either mental performance or leadership or, you know, even physical performance and just learning how to get better. And, and then I'm like, man, well, this is awesome. And so it just kind of went from there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's, that's really cool. So it's, it's kind of interesting you say that because I, I do think that there's a, a type of book or books that will spur you to reading more. Um, yours was about a prisoner of war and the power of mind. Mine was Harry Potter as an <laughs> adult. I, I went back, I was teaching high school and I, uh, I was teaching these kids, and they were all talking about Harry Potter. I'm like, oh, I've seen the movie. It was kind of boring, whatever, and I didn't really care about it. I went back and read the books, and I'd read a book. I'd watch a movie, read a book, and watch the movie. And then all of a sudden, I really had this habit and kind of a an appetite for, for reading more. And obviously, that was you know young adults and kids' books. But it really translates well. Um, now I'm reading a much different variety but nevertheless it was still really fun but Mary what about you yeah well my I I read as like a way to relieve stress so I tend to go for the historical fiction books so I I was actually curious what is your favorite genre uh probably history okay. you know Taylor and I've been going back and forth on some history books so mm -hmm. not a lot of fiction a lot of you know nonfiction and uh but yeah, I love history, so and it's just kind of gone in. I used to, you know, watch the history movies or when we travel, go to museums and or you know, always trying to learn. And so I think just the next progression now that I really enjoy reading, yeah, um, is to to read books like that. Okay, cool. Any any particular era that you that you prefer, or any any type of author that you've enjoyed it's the most for history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've kind of bounced around. You know, um. I did some a lot of World War II books like a few years ago, and then 
you know, I think like two years ago, I was like, man, I don't know anything about World War One. So I did World War One. Yeah, I, remember, I did. I remember you said you were reading The Guns of August at one point. Yeah, I read I that. Jeez. Like, and if you haven't read The Guns of August and you're into history, it's a deep read. Mm. Yeah. Like it's not for the faint of heart. Huh. Yeah, it was really cool. So I've, I've done, I just, I feel like I'll pick a, you know, time period and then kind of go into that. There's, you know, kind of the Civil War area, whether it was just about, not just the war, you know, I read about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln and just mm-hmm. all the stuff that was happening with our country then. And, you know, read one about Martin Luther King that we talked about, about yeah. his assassination and his life. Um, and I'd, I kind of right now would love to do like the American Revolution is kind of next that, you know, you learned about it in school, but since then I don't think I've really done too much. So different, you know, just kind of bounce around in different time periods. Like, hmm, I don't know that much about there and, and kind of piques my interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have, like, an author that you keep going back to? For history, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read a lot of Mark Batterson's books. Um, and the, and there's other, you know, authors that I will go back to just because mm-hmm. I like them. Um, but, you know, a lot of times the, my biggest thing is going off a recommendation mm-hmm. from someone else. I'll almost never just read a book just that I hear about. It'll right. always be someone else. Hey, I read this, but I want to know, did you read this book? Mm-hmm. And if they read it and they'll kind of vouch for it, then I'm in on it. And I also think it's really cool to have those conversations because it just gives you something to talk about. Maybe yeah. you go to coffee afterwards. It's a great relationship building, you know, especially, you know, with teammates of mine or coaches, you know, if they've read something, it's a great way to kind of meet people or, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of get to know people outside of just the game of baseball. So that's what I've really enjoyed because now we have common interests. We start talking about that and then that conversation can go a number of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I started a book club with my friends like a year ago, like last May actually. And, um, it's funny, most of the books that I've suggested for a book club are ones that Taylor has suggested to Uh me and I'm like, my boss has really good recommendations. (laughs) Uh So, and we've read a few and they've been really good. So yeah, I totally agree with going off of other people recommendations. I that's can't tell if that's a compliment to. or if people are going to say a bunch of 20, 20 something girls are, are, are really loving my book recommendations. I can't, I can't tell which it, is which. It's a compliment. So. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. well, we'll go with that. Well, you know, you got to vet the recommendations too. Some people <laughs> right. recommend I'll take them up and their first book's horrible. I'm like, I'm not trusting you anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. You figure yeah. out who, mm-hmm. you know, who I want to trust yeah. and, um, nothing against anyone, but you know, if you're going to spend hours reading mm-hmm. a book, you want to, you know, make sure it's good. And yeah. so you don't want to waste your time and, um, so that's where I go with that. Yeah, I read a lot of books last year that are very popular and that I did not enjoy at all. So, yeah, and yeah. and that that part's tough. There's a few books mm-hmm. that I've read and I've had to put put down. There's some that I've suffered through, and I'm like, this was garbage. Mm-hmm. And and I get it, each to their own in a lot of ways. But when you find when you find kind of that genre, and I think that's the thing I enjoy most about about reading is you can like what you're saying with with the different eras of history, you can dive deep into particulars and say, okay, this, this is something that I can be kind of a, a micro expert in for a short period of time. And then that will lead you to something else. And I, I was just reading a book, it was a biography and I was like, man, and kind of the same, same thing that you were just saying, Paul, that like, I don't know much about this. I need to, I need to learn a bit, a little mm-hmm. bit more. So then I went back to, and I'm just started a book on the war of 1812, uh, because I was like, I, that's a war that I, I used to teach as a teacher. I, I know some about it. I've, you know, I've been to D.C. plenty of times, and I've uh, even been to Toronto and seen seen the different things that, that have occurred and been to some of the battle sites. But I'm like, I don't know kind of the cause, the effect, and and uh, and really the whole temperament of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And you can dive into that very quickly with somebody that, that's done all that research. Yeah. yeah. So one question 
though, Paul, there's been a couple of articles written about you in your reading. So do you, how often, I mean, I know you and I go back and forth with books, but how often are people throwing books at you? Oh, uh, well, you know, some of my, my close friends, they know that I love to read. So there's, I've got people like, like you. And, and like I said, these guys, we really had a good book club when I was playing for the Diamondbacks, the training staff there, and that's where it started. And so we're always going back and forth. And I got a couple other friends that love to read. So anytime we read something good, you know, you'll take a screenshot or send the text out to kind of three or four people. So every once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll get some. And I was thinking about this earlier too, is, you know, sometimes you're reading a book and then that author, you know, recommends another book or they quote something. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so I'll kind of then, you know, maybe buy that one and put it on the shelf. So I have a lot of books mm-hmm. on the shelf that I need to get to. Um, and I just, I haven't got, you know, there's only so much time. So I'd like to eventually get there and, um, but I'll do that and I'll just buy it and it'll be there for whenever the time comes. Yeah, I'm curious, like if someone just walked up to you on the street and asked you what they should read, do you have a book that you would give them? Like best book that you would recommend for someone to read? Uh, I probably don't have one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd have to think. Um, kind of depends what they're, what they're getting at. I think, you know, a, a few years ago, someone did a top five. We had to send in our top five. I did that the first one, the Freedom Flight that I recommended. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I did a wide variety. I did one of Mark Batterson's books. I think the first one he wrote was In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day. That's mm-hmm. probably my favorite one. I probably read 10 of his books. Um, there's one called Extreme Ownership which by Jocko Willick and Leif Bab- Babin. They were uh, retired Navy SEALs. That was just a great leadership book. I forget what the other two were. Um, but I think, you know, that was kind of hard to put your top five yeah. in there. Um, but it was, it was a fun process and, and, um, just to kind of do that. So I think it really depends on what people are looking for. And that's right. probably would be my next question. Well, like what, what do you like to read or what do you want to read? And, right. and then, you know, go from there. The obstacle is the way. The I think that was in there. One of Ryan Holiday's books was in there. Man, that it, that book you recommended, you threw me a copy, and I I ate that one up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that one's just a good. I mean, it's a leadership book, but I think it, it it's really good. It, he, he's what he calls himself the practicing stoic and and everything. So it's it's not a Christian book, but the way that he goes about just thinking through problems and addressing problems and knowing like to get anywhere to have any type of success you have to go through some type of obstacle and you can't go around it you have to go through it and that that book was excellent and Ryan Holiday's a great author yeah his writing style is great because a lot of short chapters and yeah. he's pulling from different things of history it could you know be presidents you know leaders random people so he does a great job of relating it and giving examples, you know, throughout history. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of time he's, rec- he's got a book club or something. He recommends books. And so I'll get on there and, and you know, buy a lot of those books that he recommends. And, and a lot of them have been great. That's really cool. So have you met any authors mm. in particular? I mean, I've said it before, probably Mark Batterson's the one we had yeah. a coach that knew someone over with, you know, with his church in DC and, uh, we got to go have coffee and, and see his little, oh. his office and everything. So that was pretty cool. And um, so it was a half author and half what they're doing with their yeah. church there and everything in DC. So that was really cool. He was a great guy. And, and again, I, Hey, what do you, what do you recommend? And, and he gave us some great books and, and they were all great. What uh, is kind of when, when you are up late at night, you, you and I were just talking about this, and you're flying back, and, and you're tired. What's the type of book that you're like, yeah, this one's going to keep me awake, or this one's going to keep me engaged, instead of just zonking out 
on the plane? Uh, probably, you know, a good history book or something. Um, you know, the, the kind of, for lack of a better term, self-improvement, but all these books that will help you. Sometimes I'm like, man, I just want to zone out. I don't mm-hmm. want to be like underlining and trying to make notes right. and how can I apply this to my life. So sometimes on the late plane flights, those aren't really where it's at. You got to mm-hmm. kind of be like, okay, I'm ready to listen. So, but, a, you know, a book where you're engaged and, and I don't know what's going to happen, whether it's, you know, any of those books, uh, that's probably what, mm-hmm. what I've, at least the last few years what I've been heading towards. And do you, do you ever like listen to audiobooks or are you like a hard copy kind of guy? Yeah, I'll do audiobooks. A lot of times driving to the stadium or in the off season when it's not baseball season, I really don't read as much as I'd like. I just mm-hmm. can't sit down for um, extended amount of time. So sometimes like right before bed or whatever, but a lot of times I'll have an audio book that I'm working on. So as I, after I drop the kids out of school, as I'm going back home or during the season, driving to the ballpark, a lot of times I'll audio book and be working on something slowly there. And then the biggest time I read is when we're flying, you know, team flight or in the hotel rooms when we're on the road, instead of just sitting there watching Netflix or right. TV or killing time or whatever, you know, I'll try to make good use of my time. But when I'm not doing that, off season yeah I'll, I'll do the audiobooks and yeah. and if i like it then usually i'll end up buying it and just put them in the library you get yeah. even ask but that it's like i i want to have a really cool library i don't know why it's like my house burned down i'd go try to save my books yeah. even though i can replace all those very easily and i wouldn't save my stuff i couldn't replace it's I love that kind of messed up but i think it'd just be really cool as i get older to have mm-hmm. a library collection that i can go to and some of them with notes in them and stuff like that that I could either lend out or give away or, or just have to, to go back to. I don't know why. I just picture that in my mind as something I'd like to have. I love that. I think it would be cool if you wrote, like, your name and mm-hmm. maybe the date you read the book. And, you know, if yeah. you're passing books around to your friends and all of a sudden, like, comes back to you years later, you're like, wow, look at the 20 people that read this book. That's I've cool. never got around to doing it. So yeah. I've given away a few books. I've wrote maybe the name and the date that I gave it to them. But I just think that would be, be something cool to, to yeah. have these books floating around. What what's the last book you read that you couldn't put down, Mary? I want you to answer this one too. Okay. And you're putting me on the spot. I know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I if told I really you this have is one. gotcha journalism at its finest, I right? I don't. I don't really have one. There's one. What's the last one I sent you? I haven't quite finished it. Um, Talking about uh, too good. Yeah. Um, so good they can't ignore yeah, so you. Good they can't that ignore was a really good one. That's, that's just about, that's actually coming to my house today. Yeah. Uh, I've I've got like the last chapter, but on. The first half of that book, I was just locked in. It was one of those I just had so many underlines and in, in notes and hey, remember this. And um, our assistant pitching coach, uh, Dusty Blake, gave it to me. He, you know, he'd been asked me to read it, and I, I read like three chapters. I walked back on the plane. It's like this is a great book, great. Oh, book. So funny. now I now he's he's on the list of if he recommends a book, I read it. He made the list. Made the list. And nobody else knows about it except me. That's really cool. All right, what it, what it, you you'd mentioned that you have a couple of teammates. I'm not going to ask for names, but any teammates that um, that you've had over the years that tried to recommend a book and you're like that was garbage. You don't have to say names. No, we had <laughs> this one guy stands out. He was famous NFL coach and came in. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to ask him. He's so successful, championships, and uh, he gave me a book and it was it was terrible. <laughs> so. But maybe we just have different interests. Well, you, you know that, but it's also it's also the NFL. I mean, you know, they're they're just too busy watching film. So, oh, it, it is what it is. I'm sure I've. I mean, I get nervous when I recommend books. I'm like, man, if they don't like this, you know, that's gonna uh, come you, back. You on got me. a talent. Don't don't worry about that's that. That's why I stick to my five or ten that I know. Like, if they don't like these, that's on them. I don't, you and I, you and I have gone back a lot with books, though. I mm-hmm. mean, we we're probably definitely in the. I mean, I know we're in the double digits, but 
um, going back and forth, and I'd say it's been a pretty good run. So, yeah, yeah, you you got a good book recommendation, Mary. What about you? Last book you could not put down. Um, and Kristen Hanna does not count. <laughs> yeah, um, I would. Uh, you suggested this one to me. Actually, I thought Apples Never Fall oh. um, by is it Leanne Moy- Moriarty? Moriarty. Yeah. Um, just really good character development. Like like I said earlier, I read a lot of books last year that have great reviews on. Amazon and did not enjoy them. And so that one was actually very good. Um, I'm also right now, our book club, because we read so many books that we didn't enjoy, we decided to pick a classic and we're reading Emma by Jane Austen right now. Yeah. Which yeah. I have been, I it's the only Jane Austen book I haven't read yet. And have I've you watched been, any of the movies. I've been waiting because you, you suggested that movie yeah, to me. Yeah, the, the, newest, the newest Emma movie is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I and love when I, stuff When my like wife that. and I watched it, the first person we thought of was, Mary, we really? Were like, she would love this. Yeah, I've heard it's kind of quirky and like very colorful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it's been I I haven't been able to put it down right now. So that's really cool. Yeah. The uh, it, there's when you get into a book like that, it gets really tough. I I think there was a book I read a few years ago, and I remember um, my kids were still really little. Maybe Betsy was a baby, and it was one of those where I knew she was going to wake me up in the middle of the night. And um, I read a book called Beneath a Scarlet Sky. And it's a historical account of this guy um, in northern Italy during World War II. And it's really just about his life. And I remember, like, kind of being excited when my wife fell asleep so I could start reading. Yeah. And and she'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just go back to sleep. And I would stay up just reading on my Kindle and, and going through that. And when you find a book like that, that gets, like, really exciting. Um, but you know, audiobooks, uh, I feel like they've done a good job. Probably one of the more interesting books that I've read lately that, that what it was tough to put down was Malcolm Gladwell's The Bomber Mafia. But, but Malcolm Gladwell's done a really interesting thing where he has now started his own media company. So when he writes a book, he can then kind of podcast the book into his audiobook. Mm-hmm. So he's bringing in different clips and audio clips instead of just quoting it as a reader. Uh, and so he's just bringing in the actual clips, which is, makes it a really engaging audiobook, which is kind of this medium genre that, that I feel like he's, I, I don't know if he's pioneering, but he's probably the biggest name I've seen pioneer that, which is really cool. So um, th- th- those are really fun. All right. You have two kids. I just caught you at the book fair buying Dogman, um, which I'm a big fan of Dogman. I know it's it's a little bit of a uh, of fluff, but man, they're funny books. And, and it's it's fun to kid hear your kids laugh when they're reading, but what do you want to see your kids read? What do you enjoy reading to your kids? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have every – I love – we read to them every night, and I, I think they've really enjoyed it, which is is cool. So we want to encourage that. Whatever they wanted at the book fair, we were going to buy. And also bought a bunch of princess books for my daughter. So we, of course. So we got everything. And the challenge to read 10 books, I don't know if every grade was doing that, but my yeah. son was like, we got to do this. So we got on Amazon and bought a bunch of – kindergarten level reading books and so he's excited so we have everything from sports books to princess books to dog man to um anything you can imagine so whatever they want just to try to encourage it and and hopefully they have fun with it yeah Yeah. um when you were a kid is there any book that stood out to you that you kind of the first book that you're like hey this might be good or um yeah i'm never gonna read that again i was obsessed with sports uh, shocker right now I don't know, is that the name I don't, I'm sure there is one but I just remember reading baseball books or hockey books or basketball books like 
all day. So I guess I did read as a kid. I think when I stopped reading was when it was required in yeah. school, and now I can get away from it. So all the ones that probably all the classics that mm -hmm. now I want to read, I'm like, I can't wait till my kids start to read right. whatever this yeah. is because I just read the Cliff Notes, and now I actually will read the book right. as an adult. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wish there was, I think, you know, hopefully in school there, you know, maybe you're letting the kids choose the books and write the book reports, and I think that would encourage it more than I understand there's you know you got to do what you got to do it turned out all right but um you know it's just weird when they force you to do something you don't want to do it but if you get to choose you get to do it so yeah. life of a teacher principal parent oh here we go I yeah. I absolutely hated reading as a kid oh I, I mean, see I, w I was the opposite and every book we were assigned to read I read the entire thing mm -hmm. I was like the only one in the whole grade I feel like yeah. Oh man, no, I, I couldn't stand reading. Like huh. it was so it was so rare. I remember like enjoying some books. I remember um, Mrs. Brewster, my fourth grade teacher, read to us after lunch, and she read James and the Giant Peach, mm -hmm. and I just remember like really loving that book um, and I, and a couple others. But like on a regular basis, like reading was not. I, I'd much rather play um, outside. I'd much rather play. Um, you know, what did I have? And I was a Nintendo than Sega kid. Uh, for a while, I'd much rather play in a gaming system and then read. And I, I think it was once I was out of college, and, and I think my senior, actually, this is going to be really random, but my senior year of college, spring semester, I took Russian history, and, and I was a history major, and I loved it. And we had a book that was phenomenal. And, um, and I remember reading that, graduating, and then wanting to read more. And then that, that kind of got me started. I had some friends that were reading. They would recommend some really good books. And then, man, that, that was, that, the appetite was there. Uh, but then when you get into a book series that I feel like that's where you go. And if you can do that for your kids, like I've also noticed, um, Anderson got really into the Chronicles of Narnia when they have that next book to go to and they finish something good. Um, if you have that singular novel, you, it's just kind of like you fall off a cliff of like, okay, well now what? Right. Versus, you know, being able to feed your kids that next book and being like, okay, here you go. Mm -hmm. And I'm and I'm great with comic books. Dogman, I think, is, is super fun because he's got um, so many books that keep going and going and going, and, and it gets kids engaged and gets them into that habit. And, um, yeah, it's really great. Right. Mary, what about you? What, what were some books that stood out as a kid for you? Um, well, I would take my favorite I was obsessed with all the Roald Dahl books. Is that you yeah. said? Like Matilda was my favorite book. Um, all of those, just because they were once again quirky, kind of yeah. like me and British, and you know, <laughs> things that I love. But yeah, I I loved those. I Mary really was, Mary's a, a red blooded American. I just <laughs> want to point out. I don't remember. Um, oh, right. I don't remember reading any book in high school that I hated i i really liked all of the classic books um and i didn't understand why other kids didn't want to read them <laughs> but yeah i loved them all and it's you mentioned the chronicles of narnia my husband and i we don't have kids yet but we i i just love the um act of like reading out loud to each other and we started doing that on road trips and you know we want to do it with our kids one day so we actually started reading the chronicles of narnia out loud to each other every night and it's been very sweet and a special Thing to do yeah oh, and, and I feel like Lewis he's such a good writer but man his he gets really poetic in those mm -hmm. books more so I feel like than than in, in, his, in his other books right yeah. um that were written more for adults so yeah. that's really cool let me know when you get into Paralandria which was his lesser known series um because I've never gotten into those those were, mm -hmm. were kind of weird mm -hmm. 
but I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's not his finest, but it's, okay. um, hardcore uh, Lewisons would say maybe so. But yeah. Um, all right, you went to the book fair. I just caught you in in there with like forty kids. Um, any any books that stood out that you're like, oh, I you know, it, I'm gonna have my eye on that one for my kids, or I'm I'm curious. Um, yeah, any of it. No, we were quick. There was a long line and <laughs> trying to fine. not make the kids late to class and get yeah. to this podcast on time. So, uh, no, I mean, I like to learn. And so I, there was, you know, the books in there, whether it was like sharks or mm. this or that, is like those kids' books are, are you know, kind of cool, but yeah. they, they didn't buy them. Yeah. That's all yeah. right. Yeah, I it want, was. it was about them and, you know, my son's in kindergarten, so he's they're just learning to read. And he's so excited to read to us, and it takes forever to read one page right. and all that stuff. And you got to be patient, but it's so cool to see him grow. And my daughter, even though she can't read, she pretends to read and yeah. just like following along. And so just to see them grow is is so cool. And just trying to keep encouraging that whenever you know if they want a book and whatever it's pictures or there's words, just just keep doing that so that they're just gonna gonna hopefully love it growing up yeah that's really cool well i think that's it that's it for us um paul thanks thanks for being on here yeah, thanks for having me this we, fun. yeah we appreciate it and uh parents uh, until next time if you guys have ideas and want to continue to send them our way we're happy to do those with podcasts but again paul thanks for being with us yeah, mary thanks thank for you. jumping in thank you